the language that we use is revealing. Uh, but I believe there's something even more profound at play is it's not only revealing, I think the language we use shapes us. And so if I start using different language, different words, it actually makes me uh, think about things in a different way. It actually makes me show up in a different way. And so I think it's really interesting as you're embarking on this journey to start consider um, the language that you use and you know maybe the language you no longer want to use and new language that might become acceptable. To give you one example, the word employee is a word that, well, to me at least, you know, makes makes no sense. Um, I think it's so much easier to simply talk about a colleague. Um, just as an example, and so you could start thinking about all sorts of words that I use today and wonder, do they still make sense to me? Do I still want to use them? And I would really urge you to do that only if it makes sense to you, right? The last thing you want to do is go for some fake thing, some Orwellian newspeak, right? I see, I see a lot of organizations who um, talk about their employees as their associates or their trusted members. And, ugh, you know, that just doesn't feel like natural language. Um, in, in general, I think the, the rule should be, could we eliminate um, all management language? and simply use a language that a 10-year-old might understand. Right? And I've noticed that for me, that often means no longer using sort of these abstractions, but actually using sentences, even if that takes longer, right? So, I don't know, instead of um, empowerment, I might simply talk about the fact that, you know, everybody, everybody can take important decisions. I think that just speaks so much more if we use everyday languages and sentences rather than, than abstractions. Um, and then it's interesting to wonder what new language could we start using? What new language could become acceptable that before that would have felt strange in the organizational context? Um, it could be simply fun and quirky language. Um, you know, I, I remember this person that, that was a total music lover. I would always make these references to music and you know, what would it take for, you know, in the company memos and documents um, to make these fun musical references, you know, as, as titles of the documents or as name of projects or something. Again, if it feels natural, if it corresponds to that person, you know, that's just fun. That's just part of dropping the mask and bringing ourselves to work. Um, if it becomes forced, if it becomes something that, oh, you know, we should find a fun project name, then of course, um, we're already going too far. And, and so that's another question for you is, what language could you start using um, that would show, you know, that, that you, you know, bring in some stuff that you care about? So for instance, you know, I, in whatever circumstances I am, I am now, and certainly if I were to work in an organization, I would want to be able to talk about simple words like care and love and longing and calling and hope and life. You know, these are all words that feel strange in most organizations, but I just simply would want to be able to speak them. And simply allowing these words to the organization can fundamentally help shift the context. So that's my invitation to you. Uh, bring some consciousness to the vocabulary, and if you feel like it, do the exercise. Think about the vocabulary 
that you no longer want to use, and about new vocabulary that you might want to invite into the organization. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.